and welcome back to God Plain, Episode 3, The Austin Woods. Willie, you hear a familiar voice calling to you suddenly. Psst, psst, Willie, come here, I gotta show you something. You, Who is it? You look to your left, and you see Wedge, your younger sibling who always criticized your stories, peeking out from a tiny tunnel in the mist and gesturing towards you. Immediately rush over. Oh my gosh, bro. I had the craziest dream. You, I don't even know where to start. I, I need a parchment. I need a quill. Just, let's do it. I've got something better. And you look and you realize, while this is Wedge, he's younger. It's not the man you know. It's Wedge when he was a child. And with the sudden realization, you realize you're also a younger version of yourself. Pigtails and one gap tooth. Oh, man. Willie just like sticks her tongue through the hole going, hold on. Am I, am I still in the mist world? Am I still dreaming? Look at all the mist, he says and motions around. Come here, I've got a story, but I found a way to make a story cooler. You found a way to make a story cooler? All right, let's, let's hear this. He triumphantly holds up a small device. It's a tube with a hand crank on the side and a switch on the top. And he holds it over to the mist and starts cranking it. And you watch as the mist drifts into this tunnel in this tube. And after he's done it a bit, he says, okay. He pushes the switch forward and mist starts coming out, forming shapes, almost like paper doll cutouts. This, he says very proudly, is a story about a girl. As he speaks, you see a little paper cutout form. It looks like a little gnomish girl with goggles. And you immediately know this story is about you. Wedge says, once upon a time, there was a girl. She loved her music, she loved her family, and she loved her friend. The mist zooms out and it creates two cutouts of much larger shapes. One is a tower, which looks very much like the one in your family home. And it has the symbol of I win cut out of it, light glowing from behind it. There's a high window in the tower and it pops open and a paper cutout of your father's head fills it. To the left is a cutout of a big mountain the burning hammer of Reth, the god of destruction and Iwin's big brother, is cut out of it and glowing faintly red. Another window opens, this one in the mountain, and the head of DM, your goblin best friend, pops out. Both DM and your father wave at you. Wedge continues. I, I give my father kind of a grimace, but I look at DM and I just wave my hand. The girl loved her home country of Caldera, but she loved her friend and his beautiful rocky country of Beltazel too. One day, and the sky around these cutouts darkens, the two countries declared war. You see little armies gathering at the foot of the mountain and at the tower, and they glare at each other. The girl was very important, but she didn't know it yet, and she had a big choice to make. Would she help her friend? or support her family. 
and you blink, Willie, and suddenly you're back in your room. The world feels real. The paper cutouts are gone. And it's that night. The sprocket having just chosen you is warm in your hand. DM's letter is open on the desk, and your father's words are still ringing in your ears. As you look around your bedroom, what did you do? Totally discombobulated right now. Jump out of bed. I look at the sprocket. Fling it across the room. Hoping it'll stick this time. And just go, Oh, please tell me I didn't just dream all that. It was so awesome. I got so far. And you look at DM's letter. And you look at the conscript that your father gave you to start making inventions for war. What decision did you make that night? Man, I've done this already. Willie just starts pacing her room, thinking out loud, going, I got in that wagon. I left the city. And then I... Where did I go? You blink. And suddenly you're in the mist again. You're a child. Your younger brother is right next to you. And those paper cutouts are back. I just sort of flinch and go, Hold oh, on. Are you doing that? It's a story. Stop interrupting. You're interrupting. And I he... just jab him. The, I don't know if I can even touch him, but I jab him in the chest. And I go, I'm here. I'm there. I'm back home. I'm in this misty place. Explain yourself. Maybe I'm just a better storyteller than you. Clutch my chest and gasp. You're an engineer. You're no good at writing. Watch. And he cranks his little tube some more and again pushes the switch. And you watch as the little paper cut out of Willie scampers out of the city. The girl ran away, he says. And the sky around the tower and the mountain goes dark. And the little paper armies rush at each other. The war lasted a really long time. But the girl had many adventures. Willie, I need you to roll me three checks. Roll me a performance. Okay. And these are all lovely twins. Yes. Okay. Natural 20. Roll me an arcana check. Okay, and roll me an intelligence check. Okay. Big money no whammy. That's a six. Six, okay. She didn't create a lot, and the things that she did create kind of exploded, but she told a lot of stories, and she was such a great adventurer that stories even started being told about her. Eventually, the girl felt secure enough that she came home. You blink, and again those cutouts are gone, and you're walking through No Caldra towards your house. Only things are different. You know in that way that you know things in dreams, 
that this city is on the verge of breaking. Suffering, starvation, and fear are everywhere. This city is scarred with attacks, traditional, magical, chemical. You see disease and suffering everywhere. But at last you see the tower of your home rising near. The arched door stands before you, even though some of the masonry is cracked and missing. What do you do? I look around, and Willie is slowly growing guilty, but she is purposely trying to ignore it. Just trying to look straight ahead, is pacing, going, you know what, I, I can't tinker this away. This is not my responsibility. Can't save a city. I'm just a bard. I, I don't want to go in that door. Do you turn and walk away? I would say she does, and just mutters to herself and goes, it's not on me. It's, I have a dozen other brothers. It doesn't have to be me. And just as you turn away, one of the grand doors swings open, and you see your brother Wedge, easily a decade older, standing there holding a box full of parts. He sees you, and he gasps, and he drops them, and rushes towards you, eager to embrace you. I need to block him and go, what do you want? I was just passing by. Willie, you're home. I can't. And he's older, but he looks old even for his years. The left side of his face is covered in shiny scar tissue. And when he reaches for you, he has a really cool mechanical glove on. Roll me a perception check. He's got a little bit of a limp. You only know it because you know your brother so well. But you're pretty sure by the whirring on that glove that it's not a glove. That's a really cool prosthetic hand. Well, then Willie doesn't know where to look because there's too many new elements here. I look at him, I cup his cheek and go, have you been moisturizing? And just look at the scar and go, oh, what is this? Pick up the arm. Did you make this? Yeah, I... I had to. Things have been... Willie, you should sit down. Uh, we're in the middle of the street. I prefer to stand, and whenever anybody says sit down, it's usually bad news. What is it? Well, it's, it's a lot. We... We lost Dad two years ago. We didn't... We'd heard all your stories, but we couldn't, we couldn't find you, and Ward isn't doing good, and, I mean, the city isn't... We need you to come home, Willie. We need your help. No, you don't. And just like that, you're in the mist again. The paper figures stand before you, and Wedge is looking sadly at his shoes. I don't like that story. Willie starts fidgeting, going, I, 
This is all made up, right? This isn't. This isn't really happening. It, this isn't on me. Dad likes it when I tell a different story. He carries on, and he cranks that lever again, but this time in reverse. And you watch as all those paper figures, including one of you, which took on the role that you would have been playing, goes back into the tube. He pushes it forward again. When it reaches the point where you see the mountain and the tower standing side by side. And picks up his narrative. The girl knew she was important. And her family was important to her. So she stayed. And she showed her father her invention. He holds up a little... Uh, the paper cutout of Willie holds up a little box. Your most prized invention that you and DM were working on together. You see little lines of energy or sound coming out of it, and your father's cutout looks elated. DM frowns seeing this and ducks back into the window, slamming it shut. I groan and I look at DM's window and go, what, is, what does that mean? Her invention was amazing. And with her dad's help, they perfected it. Together, they made it so that anyone can send a message anywhere, even if they couldn't use magic. And thanks to her invention, Caldera quickly won the war with Betzalel, stopping a whole lot of suffering. The tower forms, and you see a little cutout of Willie step onto a balcony, and the crowds below cheer. But then, once again, the sky goes dark. But that wasn't enough for Caldera. They wanted to punish Bethazel for fighting back. And as Wedge says this, you feel as if you move through all those paper cutout forms. And in that way that you know things in dreams, you see statues of Bethazel being pulled down and broken. You see the people of Bethazel being rounded up and confined to sections of cities, being run out of their own country. You see governments being seized and people being ostracized. Caldera didn't share their new technology. And they became a great place to live. But everyone was afraid of them. And saddest of all, at least to the girl, she never heard from her friend again. The mist evaporates gone. And Wedge is again looking at his feet. I don't really like that story either. Do you think you could tell a better one? Uh, I'd like to. Can I reach out and grab the crank? Right as you reach for it, suddenly both Wedge and the crank seem incorporeal and your hand passes through it with misty edges. Wedge smiles at you. Maybe next time. This is mine. You should get back to your friends. And he points back. And he's gone. And when you turn around, you're standing back with your friends. Like nothing ever happened. Except you suddenly feel the familiar weight and the phantom warmth of the sprocket burning in your palm once again and you don't know how it got there.
And with that, welcome to The God Plane, Episode 3, The Awesome Woods. I'm your DMK Purcell. This is an original 5e horror campaign, so we're going to start off with a little bit of a content warning. Um, this is a horror campaign, and that means that there's going to be some stuff that viewers are probably going to find at least a little bit disturbing. I've worked with our cast, we know their lines and veils, and uh, we are able to nope out of any situation if it becomes too much. But please take care of yourself and your mental health. With that said, um, uh, this is probably going to be our most horror-centric episode to date, so do approach with some caution. And uh, just for those of you who are sensitive to such things, uh, spiders and gore could very well be a thing this episode, depending on how far our party gets. So approach with caution. You may notice we are missing one. We may or may not have a rook by the end of the episode. We'll find out. Um, and with that, let's meet our incredible cast, starting with Sophie. Tell us your pronouns, where we can find you, all that good stuff. Hello, it's me again. Um, my name is Sophie. My pronouns are she, her. You can find me at Subatomic Mints on Twitter, or you might see me in chat as Not So Gladiator. Uh, I am playing Ozim, our big beefy seven foot five barbarian tiefling. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait to see what's going to happen to him today. And next up, the star of our cold open, Cassandra. I hope uh, I've warmed it up a bit for y'all. Um, Cozy Spoon, you can call me Cozy Spoon, and you can find me as Cozy Spoon anywhere. I play the diminutive little gnome, uh, Willie, and she hates spiders. So this is going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be a good time. Uh, D'Angelo is out today, but you can find him at that, D that underscore D'Angelo on uh, Twitter. We hope to have him back by the end of the episode. If not, he'll be back next week. Uh, don't worry, Rook will not be completely missing this episode. And finally, Jen. Hi, I'm Jen. Uh, I'm Youngles in, in chat, and uh, you can find me at Jen Geeky. Uh, and I play Nabi, who's Way of the Mercy Monk, who is on her own personal journey, uh, and also probably afraid of spiders. It's going to be a fun episode. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out and a big thank you to Gaming Trend, to Bardley IO, and to Ghost Stories Incorporated for the music. And uh, we also want to shout out our amazing mods, Kato, Dane, David, and Emily. We so appreciate y'all. Also, thank you so much, chat, for uh, sticking it out. I know we had some weirdness with Twitch and follows, and I'm so sorry. We tried to fix it before we got started, but it's always something. Um, we are looking for sponsors. If you would like to sponsor our stream and help compensate these amazing people for their time and talent, we would love to hear from you. Hit us up at management at gamingtrend.com. And extra special thank you to our tippers from last episode. I don't think I can adjust the zoom volumes, actually. Um, that is Emily and Astral Sarah. Also, thank you to the Rex Thanos for always promoting us. He's a gaming trend streamer who goes before us and gets everyone hyped up. Uh, also, thank you to David Lee, aka Full Rubber Ducky, my co-DM, who helped me put this campaign together. We'll be hearing from him in chat. And I'm Kate Amphir on Twitter. Best place to find me. I'm your DM. And uh, we're about ready to jump right back into our game. 
do if I can find the right music. Here we go. Our four adventurers, Ozum, Willie, Rook, and Navi, were summoned from their various homeworlds into the God Plane to stop a rampage of a nightmare. This is a demon which seeks to wake the dreaming god, and in so doing, destroy everything that our heroes have ever known. They made their way across the misty, shifting expanses of the God Plane, a fragmented bits of dreams and reality, alongside Vassal, a dream magic barbarian who serves the dreaming god. One of our group made a pact with a name-seeking, friendly demon who appears as a hairless cat with misty fur, and the group passed through what appeared to be a giant dollhouse and fought a group of mist-spewing monsters before they were suddenly separated from Vassal. Following the misty needle of the compass Vassal gave them, they nearly charged headlong into a very creepy set of hooded figures which seemed to be made up of black writhing snakes, and successfully survived their first leg of the journey without Vassal. The party now finds themselves within the relative safety of a mist tunnel partway through a short rest. Willie, you have once again found the sprocket in your hand, and you are all doing whatever you would like to do before you take the next leg of your journey. Well, Willie, for one, orients herself, looks at the sprocket, and just looks skyward, goes, come on, and then goes to dig around and look for the compass. It is on you. Yeah, ready. No one's gonna stop me. I'm going to look at it. And is it possible to look for a mist wall to try and open something up? There is indeed, at the end of this tunnel, a misty wall that the compass is pointing towards. Before she opens it, is there anything else the rest of the party would like to do? Okay, so. Cassandra, just as Willie walks towards the wall of mist, you suddenly feel the ground rumble. And the mist goes from its smooth, slow, swirling patterns into something much more agitated and shifting. And just to your left, Willie, something huge rushes past you, disturbing the mist tossing a long, lick, cur a long curling lick of mist into the space from the direction the needle is pointing. And then another figure rushes past on the right. And you are suddenly, all of you, very aware that there are a large number of things rushing at you. Can we tell what they are? Are they humanoid or just big lumps? Make a, make a perception check. I will do that. Um. <laughs> uh, seven. There's a lot of mist. It's scary. It's... There, there's some big ones. There's some small ones. You, A lot's happening. It's really hard to tell what all this is. Alright, well, I whip around and Willie looks at him. You guys seeing this? There's big ones. Small ones. Some of them probably climb on rocks. Nobby, you see a familiar puff of pink mist appear at your feet. And this cat 
looks up at you with an apologetic little chuckle. Oh, <laughs> those are some of mine. Sorry about that. Hold on. And he goes and pads forward to the front of this mist wall. None of you can see him except for Nobby. He says, I wonder what got them all worked up. He sits facing the oncoming, brings a dainty little paw up to his mouth and gives it a quick little lick, draws in a breath and flicks his tail. And then you all see a huge dark shape unfurl directly above where this pink puff of smoke is sitting. It's massive. It vanishes very easily into the 10 foot ceiling of the mist and it lets out a low growling sound. It's humanoid, or at least on two feet, and you can tell its back is to you. And before it, all of these shapes in the mist start to bow out, giving you a more healthy space to your mist tunnel as strange things continue to thunder past. Willie needs to see what the meat shield is doing right now. What's Ozum doing? Ozum's... Uh, he's not really reacting to it. He just kind of sighs, and then he jerks his finger towards the direction that the compass is pointing in. It's just like, let's just keep going. The old lady said we were safe in the tunnels. Keep going. Well, there is currently a huge black shape standing between you and where the compass is pointing. You said it's on two legs, right? It's on two legs. We can walk between its legs. This is fair. I Willie looks at Ozum and says, "You want to just, you want to just go in there, in between there? Worth a shot. If anything, great attacking point if something goes wrong." Willie looks at Navi. What, what, what do you think? I think I'm annoyed right now. And just as suddenly as it all started, the shaking stops. One last little critter scuttles behind you through the mist, through the open corridor. And that huge black shape suddenly shrinks down to nothing to most of your eyes. Nobby, you see the mist cat look back and wink. And unbeknownst to the rest of you, Rook sees the mist cat, who looks back, says, consider that a freebie, winks, and then is gone. And the mist returned to normal. Navi just shakes her head. <sighs> looks over at Ozum and he goes, so, we going? We're going. Go. Willie looks at the both of them like she was the only one who noticed the terrifying giant. It's like, I don't think you guys are striking the proper tone here. Did we miss what just happened? It wasn't going to attack us from the looks of it. I wasn't too concerned. Willie grumps and folds her arms. Well, I just don't feel right not having Basal here. That's fair, but if it's not coming straight for us with some type of weapon bearing, I'm not going to worry myself too much. 
So you want to play nice with the things that got their backs to us. I didn't say play nice. I just said I'm not going to worry about it. Lily rubs her chin. Alright, I can work with that. There you go. Let's keep moving. So, Willie, I assume you walk up and press the compass to the wall. The mist opens, and you're all able to step through. What's your marching order? Willie's going to want to be between the two tallest people, which are literally the only <laughs> other people left. No, well, Rook is still, Rook is still with Rook you. Is still there. Yeah, Rook is still there. I own Rook today. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll go first. Ozum will take the back. Okay, so Nobby, Rook, Willie, Ozum. You step out into a gray plain. A few spindly white-trunked trees are scattered before you, their gaunt, frail limbs reaching for the sky. The woods in front of you grow thicker, and just as soon as you register the thickening trees, a hissing, shrill cry breaks the silence, as a creature more stumbles than lurches at you. A familiar snake-like face looms before you, its jaw hanging open as a sickening, stuttering hiss comes from its mouth. More mouths open across its torso, and the drooling wisps of mist and forked tongues. One clawed hand reaches for you. The other ends of the shoulder in a bloody stump still oozing viscous black liquid. Sorry, y'all. We just had a thing. We are switching to this graphic for the moment. Hopefully we'll be able to fix that in just a moment. Uh, sorry, y'all. Uh, this creature, one clawed, this abomination that you fought before with Fasal, lurches at you. What do you do? Willie recognizes him and goes, Okay, I know we can't go around those. Those are mean. Well, if uh, we can't go around them. Can I punch it? <gasps> roll. Unarmed strike. It's an unarmed strike. Roll me an attack roll. gonna be an 11. That does not hit, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, 16. That is exactly what you needed. As this creature slashes at you, you just barely dodge out of the way. Roll me a perception check. Fourteen. 
it seems aggressive, but it doesn't seem to be running at you. In fact, it seems to be trying to lurch past you. What do you do? Uh, step around it. I'm going to kind of direct everyone off to the side that it's not moving in. And we'll just do a good old ship's passing in the night. It <laughs> spins slightly off balance. Rears up and goes... And all the mouths start chattering and lashing and gnashing. I need you, Ozum, to make me a wisdom saving throw. Sick. The one thing that this boy has no buffs on. My dumb, beefy boy. Please rolls. Ha ha. A ten. Roll me... Roll me a d6. Oh. I don't like this, Kay. I know. It's very fun for me, though. Two. <laughs> All the suffering. You are scared and stunned and find are yourself you unable me? to move. However, no. next to you, Rook lets out a grunt of pure panic and runs into the mists. Oh, fuck. Rook, Oh, shit. Oh, that's not good. This creature's head's turned, hisses at you all one last time, and tries to take off again. Do any of you want to take an opportunity attack? And can I not? <laughs> you don't have to. I'd really like no, it I to thought go I was, away. I thought I was afraid. Oh, yeah. Uh, you, are, you cannot, because you are paralyzed. But... How long it's it's a round, so after this round you can, but So nobody says anything and no one does anything, correct? Say I'm sorry, I'm Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Ozum is terrified, Ozum is Nabby hasn't said anything. Okay. Well like one of my meat shields just ran off. Willie's terrified has been given no direction, so she's gonna scramble for her crossbow, and she's gonna go and try and shoot it. Oh my god. Roll me an attack roll. Oh my god, okay. And now these seeds are doing this, and she's like, right about to like, try to like, stop her. Oh, oh. Ozum is trying to like, grunt frantically, like, ah! <laughs> 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 so I do the hit DC first. Uh, 14? A 14? does not hit you your bolt sails past it into the mists and this thing vanishes into the mists after rook yeah stay there and then it takes me a bit wait hold on rook is in there and with that you find your party once five then four and now three, standing before a wooded area. The misty walls are thick around you, but they seem to open up as trees expand into a thick but barren woods. Do you check the compass, Willie? Heck yeah, I check the compass. 
it is pointing. He's stabbing himself out of it. He's slapping his face yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> He's very unhappy that he was just afraid of something. I mean, uh, Willie pets his thigh. It's okay, man. Those things are really scary. It's not that scary. Dude, you could have fooled me. I look at the compass again. The compass points hard to the left of these woods, but directly ahead of you, there seems to be a winding, more worn path through the woods that you could follow. You are going to have to decide, do you follow a path, do you forge your own, and do you do so quickly, or do you do so quietly? So the way the arrow is pointing is pointing to just woods. There's nothing distinctive. So Willie turns to the remains of the party and goes, It says that way, but there's a road this way. And I look at them questioningly. Um, Nabi like looks back and forth. Looks at Ozum. The shrugs. Looks at Willie. And it's like, well, so far, I mean, the compass has kept us safe. So, maybe the path is not the best way to go. But I mean, somebody must have made it. Maybe Vassal is there. I mean, it's probably leading us through more tunnels, but maybe Vassal went this way. I think we can follow it initially, and if things start to not seem too great, we can move away from it if we need to. Oh, like backtrack. Good idea. Good no, idea. not not backtrack. Just be on the path, and then cut off of the path. Oh, so you want to go the pathway? Okay. That's what I said, isn't it? I wasn't paying attention. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So who is leading this? What is your marching order? Not it. Well, Willie's totally going to take point then. Because the path brings her comfort. Means that there's possibly people on the other side. Ozum offers his shoulder up to her again. Just silently? Yeah. I look at him and go, What are you doing? Do you... If you need someone to carry you again, if you don't want to be walking on your own. Well, you guys are going with me though, right? Sure. Well, you just want me to be high, huh? And I grin up at him. Sure. That's the idea. And I just start palm tree clambering up his torso. It works. There's enough straps that that that, that makes sense. <laughs> Alright, and do you trudge forward or do you attempt to be quiet as you go? As quiet as possible. Ozim will turn to Willie and say no unnecessary commentary. Let's just and while he's talking, I'm already taking out my recorder. What about traveling no. music? No, no, Put oh. it away. Fine. Thank you. Still, I could do that. Are you sure I about that? 
and she puts a hand over her mouth and goes, goes and sighs and starts walking. <laughs> so since Willie is on Ozum's shoulders, I'm going to need stealth checks from Ozum and Nobby. So easily, you two start moving quietly down this path. It's fairly easy, as it is a path, so it's been cleared of most sticks and branches. It's large enough even for you, Ozum. You make your way through the trees. The forest is eerily silent. There's no winds. There's no insects. Though you do hear feels like a faint moaning, though there's no wind. Make a perception check. Anyone who is keeping eyes out. Not 23 with a nat 20 roll. Nice. I got 16. Let me see. 17. How distracted is Willie trying to not play her instrument? Well if she can't talk and she can't play her instrument, she has no choice but to look around. And she got a knife. The trees are strange. The trunks aren't just white. They're almost calcified. There are weird things happening at the top. Um, if you look up at the branches, there's white almost vines that come down and connect the branches to the trunk itself. They look fibrous, but not in a way a plant is. Willie and Ozum, you both notice as you pass one particularly large tree, you see what looks almost like a femur running up through the tree with a large knot coming out at the end. And as you continue along, Nabi, you pass a little too close to a branch. You didn't think you were too close. But it grabs you. And when you look, the edges of the branches form fingers with bone-white nails that are scratching at your clothing. Nabi starts immediately freaking out because uh, the inanimate objects are grabbing her and uh, she's going to um and she just like automatically like misty step out of the way like and just turns into like a tuft of butterflies for a second and then like appears like next to on the other side of Ozum and it's like something just grabs me he pats his other shoulder <laughs> some more room <laughs> You need it. I mean, I mean, no, I, I don't need it. No, but, but we should probably not go near these things. What, you're afraid of a little bone? I don't, I'm afraid of being grabbed by a little bone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ozum, you especially notice there's not just these weird fibrous things up in the trees. There's also webbing. And 
as you continue quietly through this space, you come upon a fork in the road. One goes left, closer to where the compass is pointing. One goes straight, and one wanders off to the right. A pitchfork in the road. Willie, in an effort to not make any unnecessary noise, literally jams her face in Ozum's ear and goes, Which way should we go? You're the one with the compass, little one. Okay. Pulls it out again. Holds it out. Pointing to the left. It says left. We'll go to the left. Any objections to that? Butterfly girl. Mm, no. Because <laughs> I have to stay away from those trees. What's on the left? Is it just the road? The road continues. Though, the further you go, the trees are definitely getting more dense. Ozum, wait, can Ozum pause for a second? He turns to Navi and says, You didn't want the shoulder. But after our friend decided to run off in the mist, he, like, unlatches the thing of rope from his belt and offers it. Can I, so that we don't have someone run off again for now, would you mind tying this around your waist? And I will also tie it around mine, and that way no one's gonna run off anywhere. Now we, like, nod their head, she's like, yeah, I think that's a good idea. Like, cool. takes the rope. And ties herself up on it. Willie looks at Nabby, has been silently listening to Ozen's explanation. And if Nabby looks at Willie, she waggles her eyebrows knowingly. <laughs> mm -hmm. What? Oh, nothing. That's mm -hmm. not. He's not tying it for her. No, I know yeah. that, but <laughs> he just finds it incredibly amusing that they're tying themselves together. You got nowhere else to go but down, little one. I mean, what else are we gonna do? Well, I, I, I don't want a rope. I, I don't want to mess up whatever this is. There, this is nothing. But whatever this is. This is called a safety precaution. Safety. I gotcha. You I did think... just see the big old orc run off into the mist, right? You were there, you watched that happen? I mean, yeah, but you're not really, like, helping this fantasy right now, Oz. There's no fantasy to happen. Don't start writing something <laughs> in your head. <laughs> There's... <laughs> There's nothing. There's nothing. Shit. And as he turns away from Nobby, he's rubbing the part in between... Uh, he's rubbing his sternum again. Does Willie notice this? Do... Like, can I notice this? <laughs> I don't know, can you? I want to say yes, because I'm staring right at you. So, she reaches out um, to his chest and pantomimes removing a pin. A pin? Yeah. Just, Why a pin? Like, it probably makes no sense to him, but she just, like, gesticulates it, looking <laughs> at him expectingly. He kind of, like, out of the corner of his eye, like, notches an eyebrow up at her. Just like, mm -hmm. you can touch it if you're that inclined to. I don't care. 
I don't want to touch it. I was trying to remind you that I'm removing the pin that I put there the last time, remember? I asked no. you about the weird chest thing, but then we almost died, and I said we're going to put a pin in that. This is me taking it out. So and I just offered you to touch it. Do you have a seeing chest? Will that explain what that weird business you got going on is? Just put your fucking hand on my sternum if you are so curious. And at the moment he curses, she looks at him wide-eyed and just slaps her palm on his chest. I don't feel okay. anything. Navi just shakes her head. She's like, I'm weird, but she just, I'm and like goes back to just looking around. He kind of gently takes her wrist in between his fingers and moves her hand up for her a little bit. And she should feel two raised circles that feel like rings implanted along his breastbone. Willie is totally unabashedly just, it is a foreign object shouldn't be on a chest, so she's just feeling it up. What? What is that? He pantomimes putting another pin back onto it. Oh, it's come on! She grabs onto uh, his neck to kind of anchor herself and leans over to Nabby. He's got rings in his chest! Mm -hmm. Okay, can we get out of the creepy forest now? Is that... can we... I assumed that this was happening while we were still walking. Oh, yes. <laughs> and as you're walking along, Nobby, a little form appears next to you. So how's it going? I'm tied to a tiefling, walking in a forest, with trees that are trying to grab me. How do you think it's going? I also can't help but notice that you're down a person. Yeah, thanks to, um, yeah, I thought you were supposed to be helpful. The helping part, right? I came to offer help, and this is the thanks I get? Okay, what help, yeah, so... I'm, I'm just going to assume you're having a bad day. Well... Understatement. So he ran off into the mist, and I don't know if you know this... But the mist isn't a good place for you dreamers to be. It's more for my kind. So do you know where he is? Yeah. I, I think, so here's the thing. Again, mists aren't a good place for you dreamers. I can probably help get him back. If you'd like me to. I mean, I don't know. You don't seem to like the small ones, so I don't know if you don't want to help these, but he might help you live, and I like existing. I mean, if you want us to win this thing so you don't perish into oblivion, I suggest you help us get our party members back. That's why I asked. I didn't know if you had a grudge. Alright. I don't know how you humans work. Are we hearing her talk? I don't think we know how humans work. Yep, yeah, she's speaking out loud. I don't know how quietly she's speaking. Probably not quietly, because I'm slightly annoyed with this cat. <laughs> Can I roll a perception check? Sure. 
<laughs> not natural 20. <laughs> oh, but you but the, you had mentioned the cat to me before, right? Like, I think during the first session. Right. Oh, so Ozan's yeah. gonna hear this and just go, Is it that cat? Uh, Navi is ignoring Ozan for the and, minute to focus on the cat. And right then, you feel a... And the trees in the distance shake. And the Miss Cat looks back and goes, Oh! Oh, that's fun. Uh. Good luck with that. I'm gonna go find your friend. Willie. Uh. So is that the cat? Stares. Huh? Is oh. that the cat? That? Yeah, that would be, um. That would be the cat, but the cat's gonna go find Brooke, so. Okay. Yeah, but that's a good thing. What about the chest? It said don't tempt the cat. <laughs> I didn't tempt the cat. If it's gonna go find our party member. Yeah, but you talk to it. There's... I don't know what's in there. You don't it know what it is. It didn't say don't talk to the cat. I don't know. I don't like it. We won't worry about it for now. That sound is more concerning. That's true. Yeah, I agree. Did the cat say anything about the sound? Uh, no. So. And right then, Ozum, as you're walking and talking, your foot hits something soft with a quiet thud. Kicks it or, like, sinks? Kicks it. Okay, he'll look down. At your feet is a bundle of this white webbing. It's not quite a cocoon. And it's fairly large. And it sitting on the ground, there's a long a couple long trails of silk hanging from it from up in the trees. Can I whip it? Yeah, make me an attack roll. Um, he'll stand a bit away from it. It has a 10-foot reach, so he's mm -hmm. probably going to be about 9 feet away from it. Is Willie, are you on his shoulder as he goes to whip this, or do you clamor your way down? He's keeping her there. Uh, is there a way to squirm? Because if she sees, what, does she see what he sees? Mm-hmm. You all see it. And if she's following that line of webbing up to the trees, can she see anything? Make a perception check. Okay. Let me roll it. 15 for the attack on the... Yep. So that'll uh, hit. It is a... Uh, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> so... You probably through one eye look up. And you know what you expect to see. Yes. But you squint, and you can't quite make out what it is, but you don't see a spider. You see little white shapes moving. Small white shapes moving. That seems enough for her. She's like, nope, nope, there's bugs here. I don't like spiders. And she tries to squirm her way off of his back. We need to go the other way. I don't like this way. So as she says this, your whip connects, and it tears a hole in the silk, and you watch as this green black ooze comes out of this. You punched a hole in it, but didn't open it enough to really be able to see what's there. 
but can you whip it again? Go for it. Sorry. <laughs> um, a ten. Again, psh, another chunk of it tears open, and more of this black green ooze comes out. Uh, it smells terrible. It smells acid and of decay. You smell where, worse things. It's fine. Where is Willie right now? You're still on my shoulder. Do I need to roll to be sick? Like, how bad does it smell? Uh, as high up as you are, you're okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> For now, at least. Oh, I look at Ozan, I'm like, what, what are you doing? And I look at Navi, and I'm like, what is he? You know what usually is in those things? More spiders. Doesn't look like an egg. I think we should just leave it alone and turn back. Um, can Ozum roll a perception check? Sure. What you looking for? Uh, to see if there's any routes through the trees that looks like there's not that much weathering. And that is a 21. 21. The webbing has been pretty consistent. It does seem to be getting thicker to the left, which is the direction that you're going. But with the 21, when you look to the right... So first off, you, when you look up, you see little tiny, they're almost like inchworms, little white grubby worms with little mandibles. They're not spiders. But if you look back and to the right, you do see large black spider shapes. Not many, but hanging out in the trees behind you, just watching. What about to the right, just like forward? Is it really thick with webbing there, or is it... The webbing is not as thick, but it this webbing has been here since you stepped into these woods. Okay. Uh, he'll kind of start walking towards where it's not as thick, and he'll say... I would suggest maybe not touching the webbing. You don't gotta tell me twice. We all know how spiders catch their meals. Especially little ones. So you're not going anywhere. He might mm -hmm. even shift her off of his shoulder and like carry you like like a baby? <laughs> no, like almost, <laughs> almost toddler carry you, like put you on his hip, so that you're. Oh, I thought he was gonna like hold her like a football. Just no, 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 no. <laughs> like I think he'll he'll literally toddler hold you. Like he'll be like, just humor me with this. I'm sorry if this is at all degrading. I'm just trying to. The entire time that he's talking, the only thing in Willie's mind is Nabby's words. Especially little things, and she's so terrified that she's like dug her fingers into Ozum's like sternum and stomach, and is just like cat clinging onto his side. Fair. So he'll keep walking. He takes that as his response, and will slowly and carefully. Can he roll an athletics check because his athletics is super high? For sure. I will. It? While you're rolling that, I will remind you that when you looked. You didn't. They're above us. Well, and you saw these little worm things making the silk, not the spiders. Still gonna be careful though. Just making sure we're all clear. I know. Still gonna be careful though. 
Absolutely. 21. Yep. You you got her. She's she's got... No, I meant for like as we move oh. avoiding touching the stone. Yeah, no problem. Sweet. He's a big boy, but he knows how to move his body. So you all continue along and it the more you go, you're kind of wandering. This path meanders, but it before long the compass starts pointing to the left but kind of behind you. Can, can Ozum also see the compass when she holds it out? Yeah. Okay. So it, he'll just kind of, like, have her hold it, and he'll keep glancing at it. I could but... literally flush with his chest because she's clutching onto him. It's fair. Whatever. Um, he's okay with kind of arcing around. If that's what's gonna have to happen. So, you all keep going. Um... You continue along long enough that I would like for the two of you to give me another stealth check. Ooh, a nat 20 with plus, uh, my, so 22. 15! Nabi, you scuff a couple things, but you two are, by and large, very, very silent, with a <laughs> gnome clinging to Ozum. But eventually you find yourself facing... A wall of mist as the trees start to vanish into it. And the compass is still pointing behind you, to the left. And if we turn around and look back in that direction, like more towards where the compass is, what does it look like? Again, the webbing is getting a little bit thicker, but these woods seem ancient and mostly untouched except for these insects. If we kept walking so are we flush with a wall of mist right now in front of us you are you are not flush with it but you are getting very close to it uh can we keep approaching the wall of mist and see if there's a clearing and then we can kind of skirt around and mm -hmm. follow along the one side of the mist yeah okay so you continue walking along um roll me one more stealth check because to do this you're getting off the path so this is going to be a higher dc Yeah, easily. You two come along. And as you go, you start coming. The needle starts moving more the way you want it to, but you definitely get the impression that you've taken the long way around here. And as you continue, you see another one of these sacks hanging from a tree, not quite on the ground, suspended by silk. not touching it this time. Navi's like grabbing onto the rope that's holding the two of them and like slowly like inching herself closer to Ozone. To, like... And behind you, you again hear a rustle of trees and some distant branches snapping. Ozone's Does Lily, like pick up anything that's going on in that thing that's suspended? Right, can she... Roll me perception check. Anything? Okay. It just seems to be hanging there. There's not even a breeze to make it sway. And it's like huge. Um, that big ish. It's mm -mm. Two feet ish. 
Just hanging. So she'll just like pat Ozen's chest and go, "Don't, don't whip that one. Let's keep going." I'm not, I'm not gonna whip it. <laughs> so you all continue along. Sorry, I want to make sure I do this right. You all continue along. And all at once, the trees seem to come to an end. Before you is a rocky expanse, the ground barren, rocky, with a sudden drop of 20 feet. And spread out before you, in a 250-foot gorge with very high sides are hundreds of zombies wandering and crawling over each other like black ants. The compass points to the end of that gorge and a cave that you can just barely see the thin crevasse of. You have about 15 feet of clearing in front of you with the trees right at your backs. Another one of those strange sacks lies at the ground near you. This one about the size of a human. A few more smaller ones are scattered up a switchback, which makes its way steeply up the side of the ravine. And one or two zombies is, are very slowly, lazily wandering up that switchback and carefully giving a wide berth to the sacks of webbing. Oh. And we notice that they're giving a berth to the... Could Ozen pick up the sack? Would you like to grab it? Can I grab it? Grab it. If Ozen's picking up the sack, Willy wants off. She wants <laughs> no part of that thing. Um, okay, he has another thing of rope that he's gonna hand to you and tells you to, like... He just gestures, points to Nobby, points to the rope. Hopes you get the idea. You know, you do have a mouth. You can speak to me. He just shrugs and goes to lift up the sack. Willie rushes to uh, Nabby's back and just holds the rope because she wants to see what's in the sack first. Do you go for the humanoid-sized one or do you go for one of the smaller ones that are kind of littered around this area and down the switchback? It doesn't matter the size of the sack. They're avoiding all of them. Mm -hmm. Okay, he'll take a smaller one. Okay. So you grab it and it's this dense room temperature weaving of what seems to be silk. And you look closely and you can see a couple of those little white worms crawling across it, but it seems to be there. Can you toss those little worms off? Can you pick them off and... Roll me a sleight of hand check. 20, not net. You pull off one or two, and more just keep coming. Okay. Like, they just seem to be there. 
Okay. Um, he will... We have to go down into the ravine. So wait, so, hold on. Just so I have it in my mind's eye better. Mm -hmm. It's a... The zombies are in the ravine? Yes. So there's um, this 20-foot drop, and it's kind of a, a V-shaped um, setting. Uh, everyone roll me a perception check. Just, just to continue, just to continue. Mm -hmm. It's 250 feet wide to... It's 250 feet long to the far wall. These walls... Mm-hmm. The walls do extend up. It's like... It's like a big chunk of something was long and narrow was just lifted out of this rocky area. And the, the cave is... It's this crack in the far wall, far away. How wide is it to the other side? So it's 250 feet to that far wall where the cave is. And no, 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 no. no. I mean, if it's a ravine, yeah. so... is there like another ledge... So it's a V-shaped, and it's about 30 feet across where you are, but it does get wider as you go. Nobby, you notice along the right wall, there is a narrow ledge that... It won't be easy for most people, but you're a monk, and you can probably do some monk shit and get your way across there. But um, it's going to take a pretty impressive dis display of dexterity for the rest of your party to pull that off. Oh, it's a uh, dex and not an athletics roll? Mm-hmm. Actually, uh, be uh, dex or acrobatics. Um, I just elbow Lily carefully as to not elbow her in the face. And I point she over brings. to... <laughs> and I point over to the ledge and I'm like, do you think you can kind of scale that? Like, do you think you can make it across there? Like, how... how? Can I show her? She leans back. Do you say that out loud? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. She goes to answer Nabby and goes, well, I think, excuse me? <laughs> and as you say this, one of these zombies comes shambling up this switchback. It slipped a couple times, but it's made its way up and is slowly staggering towards you all. You've got about 15 feet between you and it. I think Ozem, wasn't Ozem over closer to the switchback because he oh. picked up the sack? Uh, so, they're scattered over, but yes. So I'm farther away from them. What does the zombie do to Ozem? It's just going towards you in that mindless but driven way that zombies do. Hands outstretched crooked jaw, missing teeth. He's waiting to see if the zombie will go around him because he's holding the sack. He's gonna wait as long as he can. So, he's he's not saying anything and he's just standing there while it's approaching? He's watching it. He'll kind okay. of, like, he might, like, push you guys back a little bit, like, with a gesture. He's not gonna say anything. He wants to stay quiet. Okay, but he might then... motion to for you guys to move back more. Willie moves back and then she goes to pick up her crossbow and goes to aim and shoot. Mm -mm. He's like, he's saying don't do that. He's gesturing to not do that. So, peers at him and goes, what? It's up to you, Cozy. Do you want to shoot or not? That's your call. Are you taking the cue or it no? Depends on what he says to her. What? He's not, he's pointing to the zombie and then going like, 
And she goes, it's very quiet. And she goes to shoot. Ugh. Cozy, roll me an attack roll. He's gonna kill you. <laughs> I need you to know this. Ozum is going to, like, body you. <laughs> she assumes she, she, he assumes, or she assumes that Ozum thinks that her crossbow is really loud. And she's like, no, it's, like, super quiet, like a mouse. Pink. Let me get, let me, uh, let me see. Hit. Uh, 21? That definitely oh, hits. Oh my god! Oh, man! <laughs> Nabi is just, like, reaching out, like, no! Like, you're just, like, as quiet as she can. Roll me your damage, like, girl. Up, but... Oh, right, 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 right. Okay, hold on. So. Uh, what? That can't be right. 12? No, it's a, I rolled an 8. Yeah, your crossbow is a plus one. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's your good weapon, girl. Alright, well, I was aiming for the head, so... So, this zombie is shambling towards you, and it... Thunk, hits it in the neck, and it goes... And it does swing at you, Ozum, but it seems... Clumsy. It seems like it's having... It's trying to hit you without hitting this... Sack. Okay, good. Did um. I see that? You all see it. You're watching this okay. very closely, I assume. Well, Willie assumes it was purely by the credit of her crossbow that it avoided hitting her ozum. She goes, you're welcome. I assume a 13 does not hit. No. Okay, it <laughs> takes a swing at you and draws back like it's going to try to do it again. He's going to let it. Anyone else doing anything? Um, They're not near him. No, there but there's ranged attacks. Sacks around me yeah there's a long humanoid one there's one about like this big um there's a smaller one that's kind of long uh can i take the smaller one that's kind of long and mm -hmm. i like use it like a spear and just like chuck it at the zombie uh make a ranged attack roll ozimit swings at you but just misses Badly. It seems very afraid of this. <laughs> I got an 11. <laughs> that hits. This is a zombie. They are not hard. Um, so uh, roll me an improvised weapon, which I believe is going to be a d4 plus your strength modifier. Six. Six? 11, 6. This zombie spins, it hits you, and it, it hits it, and it... And then it just kind of drops over. And you watch as these little white worms that were on it, these little inchworm-looking things, crawl over onto this and start spinning webs right, we love it. around this zombie. We love it. Ozim, like, claps, drops the little one that he's carrying pivots and like whips around and looks at them and is like we got a plan he picks up the small one again because he thinks that willie can hold it he looks at willie stares her dead in the eyes and goes don't you fucking do that again you want to save don't, your life don't you fuck it you did not save my life it's a zombie it would have been fine i've dealt with far worse on my own don't you fucking do that again he hands her the small sack. He goes and picks up the larger humanoid, humanoid one for himself. He drops it. No, you hold on to that. 
He, I'm rolling a fucking persuasion roll because I have a high thing on that, and I that need. That fucks on it. A twenty not or a twenty-one. Yeah. At at this point, <laughs> uh, Ozum, I would like for you to roll me a Constitution saving throw. Sick. I have a great roll for that, so I'm yeah. fine with this. Just like this is gonna happen. You have no choice. <laughs> Nineteen. So, you feel these little bugs suddenly, those little mandibles start cutting into your hand, and they've, some of them have crawled up your arm, some of them are on your hands, and you take four points of piercing damage. No, no, I run away from the sack that's on the ground <laughs> and hide behind Nabby. You can pick those things up if you want to. I'm not about to get ate by a bunch of worm bugs. You'll be like Navi just like looks back at her and she's like, "You'll be, you'll be fine." I, it, I mean, it only looks I, fine because he's huge. There's plenty of him to eat. Look at me. I, I just want to say, I would, I would trust the, uh, the big beefy one now. You know, like, I would, I would, would do that. He looks at her and goes, "We're gonna do this fast. Hopefully, if we move quickly enough." This should be okay, but you have that big old shield. It's gonna be fine. We're just gonna hold one of these and plow our way through to the end. Uh, Willie looks around, and you said there's like a Willie-sized sex just lying around. Before we go further, I need everyone to roll me a wisdom check or intelligence, whichever you prefer. I have a slight benefit on intelligence compared to wisdom, so 17. we're going with that. Which one is that for you? Wisdom or int? Wisdom. Okay. Uh, 14 on intelligence. Okay. Um, Six? Six? On brand. <laughs> Willie, this is just a lot. Um, Ozum, you look down at Willie. And she is very small. And it occurs to you that she doesn't move nearly as fast. He was going to pick her up anyways. Yeah. <laughs> he was going to do that. He was going to tie her to his chest and hold the shield and tell Navi to stay behind him. And he was going to fucking plow through. Does and he do all this, like, wordlessly? Like, um, probably as this... little speech as possible. Um... But I will say, Nobby, it occurs to you that most of these zombies are average human height. And your tiefling's a little bit more than that. So there's a good chance that if Willie's up on a shoulder, they can't get to her. Mm. He pats his shoulder. <laughs> um, uh, she's gonna look at Willie, and I suggest you uh, get up on the... On on Oz over there. I think that's a good idea. Uh, because then they can't get you, right? So... But he wants to pick up worm sex. Okay. But you I got have two shoulders. little legs. I mean, if we're gonna get through this, we gotta get through this. If we're gonna get through this, you guys gotta let me do the thinking. Give me a minute. No. I don't know if that's such no. a good idea. With two shoulders. Over there. Two shoulders. What? You're each getting on one. Willie, I'm borrowing your shield. Um, can, if, if, if I can, 
Nabi pick up one of the sacks? Can she like break them apart so that she has like two, or does it just like is it like a solid? Are you gonna try to rip it open? Well, yeah, she just wants to see if she can just like take tufts of it, like cotton candy, so she can like chuck it at any like zombies that come towards us while while Ozum's running. So... Yeah, roll me a sleight of hand check to see how dexterous you do dexterously you do this. So you do start to like pull it off, um, but it it's it's really like if a, a spider web and a cocoon, right? Like it it's not coming off like tufts of cotton candy, and you you pull you get excited when you start getting it off, and you pull just a little bit, and that green black ooze starts welling out. You're you're slick enough that you let you drop it with your monk reactions mm. before it so gets on your hands. Okay. But Willie sees this and she knows that Ozum's still gonna hold on to the sack barehanded and get bit by bugs. So she looks around. Is it possible for her to stab one of them and hold it like a carrot on a stick with her crossbow? Uh, You're gonna be on his shoulders. Like you don't need to carry one. Yeah, but she doesn't want to be near one. Also, uh, yeah, Nobby is very nervous when when Willie starts pulling out her crossbow again. Just, just saying. Ozum's she looks like, gonna I'm not going to shoot anything. I'm not going to shoot anything. I just, I just don't want to, I don't want to be near it. You don't need to be near one. You're going to be on my shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, but you're going to hold one. It doesn't matter. You're not going to be near one. Hold on, hold on. She's going to, I'm rolling an intimidation one, right? check. I'm rolling an intimidation <laughs> check. And. 21. He's pretty intimidating, Cozy. But so is. <laughs> And you once again see the trees in the distance move. And Nobby, a little pink mist appears at your side again. So good news, I found him. Okay, and where is he? Well, he can't move through mist the way I can. I don't know if you noticed. I'm made of mist. Mm. So I'm keeping him as safe as I can. Mists are a bad place for dreamers. I'm trying to route him back here. Dreamers are difficult. I like you all, but you're difficult. But, uh, and then again, okay, and you we... hear a crunch in the distance. Can you fix Do we that? all hear this? Mm -hmm. Well, right. you hear the, the rustle of the trees and the crunch, but you don't see the cat. You do oh, no, hear Nobby fine. talking. I'm just going to be like, Nobby, you and the cat, we're moving right now. Or like, he's, the, I think the rope is still tied to her. I think he's standing yep. on the rope yep. and is like, all in one swoop, lifting Willie up onto his shoulder, planting her there, yanking on the other rope, and he's gonna start running down into the ravine. Do I run with him or do I just fall over? <laughs> it's your call. Uh, I think she's too distracted by the cat. And she's not gonna notice what Ozum is doing, so she's he's gonna just... yank you and he's gonna football hold you. <laughs> Great. If you are okay with this. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Where are, how many sacks has he picked up, or is it just the three of us? I don't think, he, can he pick up sacks and pick us all up at the same time? And if you're carrying two people, you're going to be moving at half speed. You can carry Willy without a problem, but two people, even with your size. He's gonna, like, shake you a little bit. He may not football hold you, 
He's gonna shake you. She starts screaming. Stop shaking me! No, not yeah. you. He's shaking Nobby just okay. to get her out of it. Like, come on. I can't carry you both if I'm gonna do this right, but if you just stay right behind me, we're gonna book it through here. Okay. And Nobby, like, like kind of, like, comes back to, like, outside of the cat stuff, and she's just like, the cat found Rook, but, like, we gotta go. Yes, we're Yeah. That thing that I thought was coming, it just got eaten. Good luck with that. It got eaten? Yeah, okay. And on that note, we're going to take our break. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for hanging out with us. Uh, we're going to take a 10-minute break. We have uh, some people who need to uh, say goodnight to some important folks in their life. And we'll be back in about 10 minutes. Uh, thank you again for hanging out. We so appreciate you. Sorry for all the chat problems. Uh, we'll be right back. See you soon. And we are back. Our party down one member as Rook was run off into the mist by a very unfortunate battle has found themselves walking through what seems to be a bone forest with strange webbing and white little insects. They're standing before a ledge and before them is a 250 foot gorge crawling with undead. They have found these strange sacks of webbing spun by these weird little insects and are planning how they're going to get across and follow the compass into the cave beyond. Mistcat has told them that there is something behind them that just ate something and that he is bringing Rook back to them. So you all stand on the edge of a cliff Undead wandering aimlessly towards you. What's your next step? He knows I'm just ready to just <laughs> tank it through. Um, battering ram style. No, he's gonna poke at them and go, there is a ledge over there that we might be able to uh, kind of avoid all of this. Although I don't know about the little one. Can I don't Ozum... want to go through dead people. Can Ozum get on that ledge? That is going to require a decently high athletics, uh, not athletics, acrobatics ability. Depends on how dexterous you think Ozum is feeling. He might be able to get on it, but he's going to have to move across it. Part of the cards. Believing in this today. Alrighty. So are the three of you going across? If you're doing athletic, or if you're doing acrobatics with the gnome on your shoulder. It's going to be at disadvantage. What if we tie the gnome to a rope and just drag her along with us? It's also an option. Are we'll we thinking this out loud? <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, Nobby's definitely thinking that out loud. Okay, so Willie is basically just glowering at the both of them as they're debating, and uh, she's going to cast a minor illusion. And what does she cast with her minor illusion? What does she create? She's going to. Uh, I'm not sure how big this is, but uh, she's going to cast an illusion of her head. Just a floating, disembodied head. Yep. It's a little 2D, but yeah. But it can make sound, right? Mm -hmm. It can range from a whisper to a scream. She's going to send it into the Ooh. zombie horde and mm -hmm. have it move away from them in hopes that maybe she can lure a hole. What's the range on that? 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay. So yeah, it's you kind of send it over and down, and it's... What, what, what sound is your illusion oh, making she's is totally she... having it sing a song yeah you did people suck follow me let's do it and sure enough a few start following but they're quickly replaced by more as there are hundreds of zombies in this space gosh darn it it's not it's not a bad idea I rolled a 19 for acrobatics. Are you making the jump onto it? He'll make the jump onto it. Okay. We have a gnome. He well, he made. Yeah, I'm not gonna carry her. No. But I was thinking we would just tie her to, like, maybe even in between us. And yes. then she can just suspend from the ledge, and we can traverse the ledge. That yes, will raise the DC for both of you, but it can be done. Is this going to be a consistent check on Dex? Oh, fucking god damn it. Ooh, uh, mm. I have high athletics. I don't have high acrobatics. So I have high acrobatics, but I roll low consistently. So... <laughs> Um, Ozum is still gonna carry one of the sacks just in case. Like that. I got a 14. Okay, so we're going the Dexy route. Do you have the gnome suspended between you? Do you do you do this, Willie? I'm... Yeah, Willie, are you gonna let this happen? Can what if? Can you do it? And ac... what? How are your acrobatics, Willie? You know what? Let me look. Uh, my Dex is six. I don't that know. That's not bad. And I know that like gnomes naturally got decks, right? So it like it totals out at the very top end. Like it says seventeen plus three. So you have a plus three to your seventeen. There we go. Mm -hmm. So I'm sorry. Did you roll or did were you just checking what your score I'm is? The sheet. Okay. So. You're, you can roll a dex check and do this yourself, because that's not a bad score. Um, but yeah, you all, before we dive into this, we, I, gotta, I gotta know what your game plan is. Before we start rolling, I gotta know who's doing what, what's the order, what's the game plan. I'm going on the ledge, so... By yourself? I mean, no, I'm also going up. Yeah, we just gotta figure out how to get you on the ledge and over. I think Ozum will hoist her up by the rope initially, just to pull her. He'll get up there. She's still tied to the rope. The rope's long. It's okay. And then he'll pull You're her gonna, up. 
dangle me? You'll be yeah, fine. It's around the your waist. People? That's fine. They're not. They're, they're not near us yet. They're not near us yet. Why? Yeah. Do you, why it, do you need the sack? If you go it's across. Not, oh, sorry. Continue. Okay. No, continue. It's not hurting me. The bites do not bother me. It's okay. Where you're not going to be dangling above them. I'm going to put you on the ledge too. This is just an easier way to get you up here with us. So this ledge kind of starts where you are, but it's going to continue as everything drops down and you're going to have to make three dexterity checks at least to get across. For you, Cozy, it's going to, for Willie, it's going to be five because of your shorter move speed. So acrobatics or dex? Uh, uh, dex or acrobatics, your choice. Okay. I knew you'd want to do acrobatics because <laughs> monk. Can Monks I break the rules. Monk shit. Thank you. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, and that's 20. No, 25. Brilliant. Who else is going? My husband, 19. Nobby takes off. And then I Ozum follows. And that one. For Don't Don't roll anything more yet. Stop rolling ahead of me. Okay, 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 sorry, sorry. So I have a 19, and then yes. I'm hoisting Willie up after me. Do I need, like, a strength roll for that, or am I okay? Willie, are you going on your own, or are you waiting to be dragged, kicking and screaming? I'm going to be dragged, because I don't want to go on a ledge willingly. Um, you are going to have to roll me another dexterity saving throw as she is dragged off, and you have to catch yourself. Me? Mm-hmm. I have to catch myself because of the known? Mm-hmm. She's small, but when when people decide they're dead weight. Uh, a 14. Okay. A 14. You catch yourself, but it's it's a close thing. This ledge is not very wide. You are very large. You have a gnome dangling from you. You can roll an athletics check to pull her up and put her on the ledge. It's like a 24. <laughs> You're fine. You get her up there. You set her down. Who has brought along a bag of webbing? Me. Anyone else? No. Okay. Roll me a... Uh, Ozum, roll me a constitution saving throw. 17. 17. You take four more points That's of fine. piercing damage as these little... Bugs start crawling up your shoulders. He can do this all day. It's fine. Okay. Everyone who's continuing along this, and keep in mind this is happening very fast. We're slowing it down because we have to do math and annoying D&D things. Um, so everyone who's going to continue along, you have to make me another dexterity check. Willie, are you doing this? How is Willie? Willie has been put on this cliff and everyone is still going. So I'm like incredibly high up with a pit of zombies at the very bottom. Uh, and they're kind of starting to amass underneath you. I, I have no choice but to suction against the side of the wall and just try and shimmy my way across. It's not a straight shimmy. It is. There's big gaps. You're having to jump and twist. It's a dex or acrobatics thing. Oh it, is, it is. Okay. Making a jump, catching a toehold, steadying yourself on the wall. This is then I'll definitely do an acrobatics then. Okay, so everyone roll me an acrobatics check. 
Okay. Nobby. Oh, sorry, what did you say, Cozy? 21. Nobby and Cozy. Nobby and Willie. You spring across, and you... Willie, you're able. You get a clear shot on a zombie if you would like to take an attack on a zombie. Nobby, you do a twisty thing, and you start to fall, but you easily catch yourself, and you can also do an attack on a zombie if you would choose to and land back up on the ledge because monks break the rules. <laughs> uh, like, kick it in the face? Mm -hmm. or like, like yeah. land on, stomp on its head and bounce back up, whatever yeah. whatever flair you would like to give that. this. That's what I'm going to do. Roll me an attack roll. Cozy, are you, Willie, are you doing a shot? I'm totally parkouring off the zombie's head. Parkour, parkour! Awesome. So uh, yeah, roll me an 20. attack roll, both of you. Nat 20. Mm -hmm. Not a nat 20. Oh, just a 20? Dirty 20? Mm -hmm. A 15. 15? Both of you roll me uh, unarmed strike. Six. Okay. Where is my unarmed strike? There it is. Oh. Oh, no. Seven. Ooh. Ooh. So, bam, bam. You both bounce off these zombies. You're feeling pretty good about yourself, but Willie, you're you're a little further behind the others now. You're not moving quite as fast. Ozum, you're trucking along. Big boy should not be able to do this, and yet here he is. Chosen of the darn gods. And as you're parkouring along, you Oh, uh Ozum, roll me another constitution saving throw. Seven. You take eight I'm, points of piercing damage. And you're starting to feel real good. You're picking up speed. Willie, you have uh, two more checks to make. Everyone else is going to be out in one. But then you look back when you hear another booming roar. And behind you, you hear zombies. <laughs> a rare form of panic coming out of them. You glance back and you see a huge black shape scuttling out of the woods and the front part of it dips down into the gorge. This huge tarantula-like body, 30 feet tall, comes across. Furry mandibles are clicking and overlaid over this deep bellowing sound. <laughs> you hear a high-pitched shriek. As what appears to be the ribcage and head of a humanoid figure dangles from one single antenna on its forehead, screaming as it comes scuttling at you. Its front feet, no, not its front feet. Two of its feet dip down, one on the wall and one on the floor as it's larger and whiter than the gorge itself. As its front two feet seem to be curled in front of it. And then one overly large hand extends, scooping up a group of zombies and shoveling it into its mandibles. You hear the soft crunch as it pops their rib cages like grapes. Everyone, roll me a dexterity, a dexterity or acrobatics check. 
Ozem is like, keep moving, keep your heads clear, do not look if you don't need to, focus, focus, focus. Nat 20, baby, 22. I got a nine. I also got a nine. Navi is very distracted by the giant zombie eating mandible uh, thing. Willie is terrified of spiders. <laughs> she sees this and just starts screaming. Ozum, you reach the edge of this uh, thing. You leap off and land on a zombie, crushing it. Roll me an unarmed strike. Sick. Like, to see if it hits or damage? Um, you leap off at the zombie. Sorry, roll to hit to see if it hits. It's a zombie. 14. It's not hard to hit. Yeah, it hits. Oh, it's technically a, a 19. It's okay, yeah. Roll me your unarmed strike. It's just a four. Four? Yeah. You four. crush this zombie to the ground. It's beneath you and flailing. But as you turn around, this huge spider is crawling closer, and it skitters to the other side of the canyon and crawls up that side to the side where you all are. Nobby... You are very close to the end. It is going to take very little for you to get there. But Willie, you've still got a ways to go. Willie is still on the road. Ozum, roll me a constitution saving throw. Willie is still on the road. Mm -hmm. I, can I tug Willie towards me? Uh, a 24 for the constitution saving throw. Awesome. You smack one of these things and manage to squish one of these bugs but you take three points of piercing damage but there is one less bug crawling on your body now it's fine can i roll a strength check to pull the, uh willy towards me roll me a strength check <laughs> 21 21 willy you make your next check with advantage okay as he's going to pull you along nobby willy Give me those dexterity acrobatics. Just roll again, right? Mm-hmm. And then you take the best roll mm -hmm. of those two. Oh, I roll twice. Yes, roll twice, and then you take the higher as advantage. I rolled a ten. It's fine. You're a monk. You make it off. You uh, land. Uh, it's not the most graceful landing, but you're... You got a 20, baby. 20. <laughs> you got a 20, baby. Nice! So... You are just, like, you see the spider, and you're going, and you start to, like, jump, and then Ozum yanks this thing, and you just spider monkey into Ozum's big form. And He's ready and waiting for it. He just, like, grabs her and, like, <laughs> holds her to his chest, like, you did it, we're here. You just hear, like, this muffled voice in your chest going, No, 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 no! Because she knows you still have that sack, so she's going to immediately No, try. can you drop the sack now? Are we still in the zombies, or can you drop it? So, the, you were at the edge of the zombies. They are still there. However, they are distracted, as now they... Some of them are coming from you, but a bunch of them are trying to just run from this spider thing. They sense the danger. Um, right. And this thing is very quickly approaching. He's so. going to drop it and run straight for the cave. Uh, so, roll me one more constitution saving throw. <laughs> A ten. Ten? You turn, and you feel a one really sharp sting. 
you only take one point of piercing damage. But Willie, from where you are, you watch as one of these things bites into his arm and burrows. You see it move under the skin before it seems to vanish in a puff of black smoke. Willie turns green. She is threatening to puke. And you all rush for the cave entrance? Mm-hmm. Does, does Ozan know that it burrowed? Yeah. If you want to see it. Yeah, he'll see it happen. He'll say, he's just really, like, I've had worse. It's fine. I've had worse things crawling under my skin. It's fine. How do you live? We're not Everyone... into that right now. <laughs> Everyone except Willie, who's being carried, roll me an athletics check as this spider comes barreling towards you on six legs with two big hands curled in. I rolled a 10. 18. 18. You both rush towards this. Ozum, you turn around and Nobby is running, but it looks as if the spider is reaching a hand out and it may grab Nobby. Can I go for Nobby? Sorry, say that again. Can I? I think she's also on a rope still, technically. I thought you said, can it go for Navi? And I'm like, cool, sacrificing the monk. (laughs) Like, cool, seeing the survival (laughs) instinct here. Respect, but wow. If she dies, she dies. (laughs) I mean, she's, I think she technically is still on the rope, too. We never, we never clarified that they untied themselves away from me. Yeah, we never untied, I think. All right. He's like a good jerk, just like <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna do a big hefty jerk, and I will roll a strength. Give me a strength. Seventeen. Seventeen. You pull her forward. You're both rushing towards this cave. Do you go? Who goes in first? I am. I'm running. Uh, I have no choice. Yes. <laughs> yes. Being yeah, I held. feel like we're just being dragged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So, Ozum goes barreling in, Willie's clinging to him, Nobby's pulled in shortly after. Nobby, make me a dexterity saving throw. As the wall itself, the world itself, shakes as this huge form slams into the wall, and a huge black hand that fills the entire crevice comes in. And closes around you, Nobby. You are grappled and restrained. Awesome. And the light in this space goes almost out as this hand fills the entire crevice. You can hear the clicking of mandibles as the spider starts trying to wrestle you out, but it seems to be a little bit dazed and a little bit stuck. What do you do? Where's that cat when I need it? Um, I'm like restrained and grappled, so I can't really do anything. Can I? Can I just like try to wiggle out of it, or? You can roll a strength. Uh, hold on. You can try and break the grapple. Can I misty step out of it? Did you use your Misty step before? Or I did, I did, I used it, I used it, you're right. You can, can roll... Can I give her advantage with a tug for her to break the grapple? You cannot tug her out of this. You can try to pry the hand open. You can try and attack the hand. 
Um, if you attack the hand, you can try, the fingers are thick, but you can try to cut off a hand, you can try to cut off the entire wrist, or you can try to help her pry a hand open. One will be an attack roll. Okay. Is an attack or is it just a... That will attack? be a strength check. So roll me a strength check. Okay. Saving throw or a check? Check. Um, 16. 16. You pull, but the strength of this finger is just not letting go. Can Willie, I... is there anything you're going to do to help? Is there... <laughs> is there a way to... Dabby's already grappled. Would it be possible to cast Sanctuary? Because that wards the creature within range against attack, so it would distract the spider to go to somebody else. Um, so that will work if you break the thing, it will uh, have disadvantage to try to grab her again. But she's already in the grasp. Okay, you can certainly do that. But it wouldn't do anything. Wouldn't help this exact situation. Okay. Let's see. Hmm. Can he keep trying? Can I keep rolling? I give me. Okay. Can I? Okay. I wanna. I'm trying to give you the best chances of getting out of this, so I want to let everyone kind of do their thing before we go back around and let everyone do their thing. Well, then Willie's gonna do the only thing she knows what to do. She's gonna try and like uh, pump these people up so that Ozum can open those fingers, because she's going to cast Bardic Inspiration. Less. Okay. What do you say to Ozum? I'm like, alright, big beefy boy, go get her! Pull out the recorder and just start feeding. <gasps> alright. So, uh, Navi, if you're going to try and break this grapple, there's not a lot else you can do. Roll me okay. a strength saving throw. A strength saving throw? Mm-hmm. Eleven. Eleven. You... But you don't quite get there. And you feel yourself dragged back five feet towards the entrance. Ozum, what would you like to do? Wait, are we in the entrance? You're entrance inside the cave. This hand okay. has come in after you. And um, you can feel there's dust in the air and small rocks falling as the spider is scrabbling against this wall and cliff and trying to pull its hand free. I have dark vision, so you've seen this happen, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um... So I mean, gonna... you see the hand. It's hard to see yeah, what's yeah, out, yeah. but you can feel. Uh, Alright, he's gonna. I'm going to do another strength check. Okay. And can I use Bardic Inspiration for this? If you would like. And what is that? So I It's a D6. So add it to this roll. Roll a D6, yes. And add it to your roll. Panicked duding, definitely. So that was a 19, add a 3 for my strength modifier, and then add a 6 for the Bardic Inspiration, baby. Here we go! So, <laughs> you grab hold and manage to pull this top finger all the way back. Uh, Nobby, roll me a strength saving throw with advantage. Yes! You burst out, and not only do you burst out, you manage the three-point landing after you get out of this. It's a, it's a little, it's a little underscored by like the dust in your hair and like this hand. Now that you're looking at it, it's got like that kind of coarse black spider hair running over it, like that tarantula hair on the back of it, and some of it's stuck to you. And each hair is like that long and just a 
thick tapered shaft. Um, Ozan's gonna see her land and be like, very cool, but immediately he pulls the rope so that she's closer <laughs> to him again. Well, you're now closer to this hand than she is. Because oh, you'd been pulling it run. open. He's gonna run. So. She's gonna start pulling this stuff up. You watch the hand pull back a few feet. What do you do? Can it fit through the entrance to the cave? The spider can't, but you don't know how long this arm is. Ozum is booking it to the back of the cave, or as far into this cave as he possibly can. What are the rest uh, of you doing? Nabi's going to grab the rope that Willie is attached to and also run with Ozum while pulling Willie. Willie. No, Willie's... Will, I, I'm still holding Willie. Oh, yeah, you are? I, okay. Yeah. Willie witnesses this three-point landing and is about to say, That was so... <laughs> <laughs> The hand makes one more grasp after you, but gets nothing. And you hear a frustrated as this thing is grasping at nothing. And you all move deeper into the cave. And here it becomes completely dark. It is lightless. Those of you without dark vision have to hold on to something to find your way. I'm holding on to the rope. You're holding on to me. Yeah. Um, can Ozum, like, turn to Navi and be like, can you give me a little slap or something? Those bugs. Oh, like, like a healing slap? A healing slap. Yeah, I can totally do that. And she, like, gets way too much enjoyment out of it. Willy, who has dark vision, looks at the both of them and snorts. <laughs> the 15 does, does it matter? Do I have to like actually like No, it's he's letting me He's he's letting it. Yeah. I'm asking for. It. <laughs> I'm asking for it for. I can give you four hit points. Uh. Thank you. You're very welcome. And Willie ships it. Willie fucking ships it. Much to Moses to say. Willie, do you check the compass? Well, first, I'm I'm gonna untie myself because I'm tired of getting clotheslined every time somebody starts walking. I'm holding you. I'm holding you. You're not walking. Oh, oh I'm, I'm tying myself still, though, right? That's, but you wouldn't be clotheslined whenever someone starts moving. Oh, oh. I'm literally holding you. <laughs> I got it. I thought you let me go while you were attacking the spider. I would have picked you back up again immediately. Oh, dang. All right. You're gonna have to remember... You don't. You can't just grab and let people go without making it very clear that that's what's happening. Oh, true. Even if they're small. So just remember that, because point of order, we got to give everyone freedom of their characters. Even if it's fun and funny, freedom of characters, <laughs> very autonomy is very important. Very true. Okay. Well I'm then. Sorry, uh, would you like to be on the ground and untie yourself, or would you like to be held again? <laughs> just like shivering because we just attacked a huge, gigantic spider, and I just go. I would like to be put down. Okay. And he'll put you down. <laughs> I just shakily start untying myself. A huge spider, dead people walking in gorgeous. What kind of place is this? Nobody is keeping herself tied. Yeah. And Willie, if you check the compass, it points you deeper into this cave. 
And as you look down, you do have dark vision, so you see there are very faint swifts of mist starting to swirl around your ankles. You carry forward. What's your marching order? I mean, we both have dark vision, really, so either of us can be in front. Well, I do not. After experiencing the spiders, I'm going to be like, Ozum, we go that way, and make him go in front. Okay, and then I think uh, Nobby should be between the two of us. Yeah, because I can't see anything. So. Mm -hmm. Willie like, reluctantly holding holds up the rear, just consistently looking over her shoulder. And you can still hear the angered cries of this creature behind you. And occasionally feel a faint rumble as this thing is trying to break in. But you continue along, peacefully enough, and at last you find yourself staring, oddly. You're in a cave with rock walls, and then suddenly there's a wall of mist before you. And it oddly seems almost welcoming and familiar after this ordeal. I slap Nabby on the thigh and go, so we got a mist wall coming up. It's right in front of us. And she like jumps a little after all of that and like until she hears Willie's voice and she's like, can you, can you not touch me right now? I'm just a little, just a little, oh, you oh, know. Sorry, sorry. No, I totally get it. <laughs> it was huge. Yeah, that's a very, that's a very big spider thing. All right, she shimmies on to the front and holds the compass to the mist wall. I'm like, let me do my magic. All right, you hold up the uh, compass. You watch the mist swirl, and then it goes smooth. In the way that you know you can walk through it. And right. unless one of you... Right you all move into the mist tunnel and find yourselves surrounded by the familiar... Probably once unnerving, but now blessedly familiar, soft swirling mist of a mist tunnel. Willie takes off the shield, just dumps her crossbow, and just lies face down in this tunnel, and just goes, Oh, oh, Iwin, I can't believe we lived through that! Is this stable? Like, do we have time? You look at the compass, and it's blinking quickly. You don't have long hair. So we need to keep moving. Is Ozum saying this out loud? Mm-hmm. I'm tired. We need to keep moving. We do? Willie just starts collecting all her stuff really clumsily. Oh, we do! We do! He just holds up the compass to hold it to everybody. Anything? Pointing any place in particular? It's... This, this tunnel has a small curve, so it's kind of pointing through a wall, but then you walk around it and, oh, yep, there's... Looks like that's where it wants you to go. Nabby's I look at. Go ahead. I was gonna say Willie looks at Nabby and says, "So you've been talking to yourself, but I'm assuming it's that demon cat. Every time <laughs> something bad happens, it seems to pop up. Do you see it right now?" 
don't see anything right now. I just see that we have to go. And Nobby's very visibly, like, shook by the fact that she was just grappled by some spider and had no control over her situation because it's not really something she's used to. So she's just very, like, trying to keep her shit together. Willy is very intimidated by the reactions of the bigger people, so she scrambles to follow. And unless any of you have anything else you'd like to do, you do see the edges of this tunnel start to fluctuate. And you press the compass to this entrance. Someone roll me a d20. Five. Who wants to chance it? Should we all do it? I just it's need just one. telling us where we're going to go. Ah, okay. You emerge from the mists into another gray plain before you. There are trees here, but they're much more thinly spread apart than before. And these are blessedly not bone white. There's a wooded area full of spindly, scraggly trees, their sad excuse for leaves reaching, filtering through what seems to be a dim campfire light. As you approach, make your way through the tree line, something strikes you as off about this tiny forest. In a moment, the realization hits you. There's no sound of rustling leaves or crickets or even the uncomfortable moaning that you experienced in the last space. This forest doesn't feel real. But the compass points through it. Can I roll a perception check? Mm -hmm. Nobby's hesitant. Lily notices that Navi doesn't look too good, so she immediately scans the area for spiders. Eleven. Eleven? What did you get, Cozy? Oh. Let me find out. What did you get, uh, Navi? Seven. Seven? Nat twenty, so twenty-two. So, the two of you... It's a forest. It's not creepy and bone white. You don't see any spiders. You don't see any movement. But with that nat 20, you you see this firelight, but it's almost a blue flame, it seems like. It's not very far into these woods, and this plane isn't very large, so you can go right towards it, or you can try to edge your way around it but the woods don't seem thick or nearly as threatening or eerie as the last ones. They just seem stale. Um, I'm going to relay that information to the rest of the group, and I look at them, and I go, there's this blue light thing, that flame, that we could potentially, uh, <laughs> over, it's over there, but I'm, I, do you think we should go towards it, go around? What does the compass say? It just tells us which way to go. It doesn't tell me if fires are good or bad. <laughs> but I look at it anyways. 
It's not pointing directly towards the fire, but close to it. You can definitely edge your way kind of around it or charge through. It's your call. She narrows her eyes, looks at the compass, looks at where Nabby was pointing, and then looks at the both of them. I mean, the arrow is in that direction. Maybe it's okay. I would say go around. So the is last time we... Here? Hmm? Is it cold here? Like, are we comfortable? Like... Yeah, it's room temperature. Maybe a little chilly for you, uh, Ozum, because tieflings run hot, but... It doesn't bother him. <laughs> um, last time we didn't follow the arrow, we ended up having to backtrack to follow the arrow. This is a smaller space. I mean, I I'm not going up on my own. I'm just saying. Why say we go? It hasn't steered us wrong yet. And I head towards the flame. Alright. Do the rest of you follow? Reluctantly. Yep. yep. So we have Willie first. Who's next? Probably me. Yep. Ozum's going to be a little bit back behind them. Roll me, Willie, since you're leading the charge, a perception check as you approach this flickering light. As you move forward, you do see what looks to be a very small campfire. Blue of flame and almost spectral, but it doesn't seem to be giving off smoke and you see a hooded figure sitting next to it with that high of a roll you see its head turn slightly and then go back to the fire you have the feeling it knows you're there but it isn't being aggressive but it looks like a person it looks like a person can you tell if it's male or female roll a perception check It is a pretty big billowy cloak, and it does seem to be a fairly thin figure. Okay. goes, hello. You see the head turn slowly again. Hello. Oh hi! Oh, oh, you talk. I'm so glad you're not snakes. <laughs> and Willie immediately <laughs> approaches. I am not snakes. I cannot tell you what we've been through. We saw hooded people with snakes coming out of them last time, so I'm a little bit nervous. I just needed to see if you were real. Hi, I'm Willie. The figure motions for you to sit, and there are two more fallen logs, large, sitting around this fire. And now that you're here, you see a large sword stabbed into the ground in the middle of the fire. Please, join me. I am Bice. And... This figure has a weathered, almost leathery voice, as if it hasn't been used in a long time. And its fingers are very thin and gaunt and bony, but nothing compared to a lot of what you've experienced already. I roll up, waves Sorry. over to her people and goes, 
It's okay. It's just spice. Can I roll a preemptive intimidation roll? How are you trying to preemptively intimidate this figure that's looking at Willie? Uh, more for as he walks up. Okay. Got put a swagger in. A little scary, you know. Mm. Just stroll up and flex. <laughs> Basically. Um, 24. 24. You, how do you, do you swagger over? Are you stomping? Like, what's, what's this look like? He wouldn't stomp. Ozone's not a stomper. He knows how big he is, and mm -hmm. he carries his weight in a way that he doesn't have heft, which makes it, he feels like it makes people a little bit feel scarier, because he doesn't seem like he's that big. And then you get to see him, and he's huge. Um, and I feel like he'd be standing up like come on T-pose <laughs> just T-pose T-pose of dominance <laughs> assert your dominance through T-pose um, he wouldn't try to flex or anything that's really not his hmm. vibe um, kind of looms I assume he looms, yeah. yeah. He he can carry himself in a way that it almost feels like he grows. He usually like he's he's seven five without the horns, and when he wants to intimidate someone, he leans into it so that he feels so much bigger mm -hmm. and relies on those horns to just up his height even more and more and more. Um, but does he approach and is he looming behind Willie or behind the stranger? He'll come. He'll kind of skirt around so he'll be in the the stranger's initial like periphery vision and then he'll loom his way into it. I almost want to cast Thaumaturgy and have his eyes like flicker bright red a little bit. Do it if you want. Oh, I haven't used Thaumaturgy yet. So it's just a cantrip so you just get to do it. Okay, it just I'll happens. He'll use Thaumaturgy. He'll have his eyes kind of because he has black eyes with red irises and he'll just have them kind of burn a little. Um yeah. The figure looks up, and as it does, its hood falls back. And it almost looks like a mummy. The skin is dry and stretched tightly over just the skull. There's almost nothing of this person left. They're alive or undead. You can't tell. It looks up at you and says, Oh, you must be one of hers. So, the soul. And what do you know about her? <laughs> he laughs slightly, or the figure laughs slightly, and brings out a coin from somewhere on their person and holds it up. Anyone looking at the coin, roll me a wisdom or history check. Your choice. Nat 20. So plus 2, 22. 16. Um, wait, wisdom or history? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 11. Wisdom. Willie and Ozum, you recognize the symbol as one that was tattooed on Vassal. 
not to backtrack, but I feel that Willie would not have seen all of that in complete silence. <laughs> she sees Ozum swagger on over, eyes aflaming, and is just open mouth, just like... <laughs> Are you afraid of him? Are you intimidated? Well, she knows that he's on her side, so she sees that impressive display. How do you know for sure, though? Well, should I roll to see whether or not I, like, think that's for me? Think that's for me? <laughs> Coming to back me up, I could approach a stranger and then I love everyone at this bar. <laughs> like, I, I was about to completely praise the display because I'm like, that's scary. Yeah, show show the stranger that we mean business. And then the they look at you and the hood goes back and I go, yeah, because uh. <laughs> it's a dead person. But they have a coin and I immediately stand up and go, ah, that that was one of the tattoos. But saw had a tattoo like that. Oh. Were you also one of hers? I was... one of five companions of hers. I don't know how long it's been, but I've been here since. If her skin is any indication, it's been a long time. Ozen kind of throws Willie a look like, stop. Don't be rude. Don't be fucking rude. Ozum of all people Ozum telling someone not to be rude is just... <laughs> hmm, continue. Um, he's gonna look at Vice, you said? Mm-hmm. He's gonna look at Vice and ask did you die? No. Or did you enter the mist? Roll a persuasion check. I know oh, you'll be happy God. about I that. Just say, I know you'll be happy say, about that. Let me do it, baby. Let me do it. 20, not net. Bice opens their mouth and starts to speak. And then something flickers across their face. Anyone watching, roll me perception. Man, a Is there any way to have advantage watching. on this with Ozum's background? Nobby's distracted by the blue flame. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I got three. Okay. Not and this one. Minute. Not this one. Okay, okay, okay. Only because... I still got a nat 20. You're good, see? It... It's shame. Okay. I... We were fighting in the mists. It was chaos. There were monsters everywhere, and I... I fled. And I lost her. I don't know where they are. If they're alive but I'm here. Is there any way I could do a deception check? Yeah, if you, you want to lie? I want to see if he's lying. Oh, that would be an insight check. Okay. Um, uh, 
and while while you're rolling, Nabi, you're looking at this blue flame. And it's very strange. There's wood kind of piled around, but the flames don't seem to be on the wood. They seem to be coming from the base of the sword. And there's no heat coming off those flames. And I reach my hand in to try to grab the sword. Sure. I got a 12. They seem pretty straightforward, but also their face doesn't move much at all because they are incredibly dehydrated. Can I give them the water sack? Sure. Okay, I'm going to give them the water sack. It takes it, and there's just a huge breath of relief. And right then, Nabi, you pull the sword and the flame goes out and Bice winces says that's my only comfort could you please put that back and the flames are gone and the sword is in your hand so I just like look at the thing and put it back <laughs> you stab it back into the ground and, just glares at Nabby. <laughs> and the flames come back Spice drinks very, very gratefully. <sighs> do you, do you have any, any food? I do. I have provisions. You saying you had food this whole time, and you didn't give me any? Food. You said you had food. Do I? You told me you did. Um, he'll give him one of his rations. And Willie's busy looking through her pockets. They eat. And it's not the most pleasant sound because this is a very dry, weathered husk of an individual. And you realize now, you've been here days, weeks, and while you're not hungry, there is something that would be very comforting about the act of eating. Bice eats and drinks and hands you back your water skin and exhales. Thank you. I haven't seen anyone, anyone not made of mist, since we were separated. It's a great kindness. Didn't Ozum notice the whole ordeal with the sword? Yeah, the, the light went out. Yeah, you saw what happened. Okay, he's gonna ask him about it. And just be like, so, the sword is your only comfort. Does that mean that you can't leave this area? And they kind of look around. I don't think I want to leave. This has been safe enough for long enough. This was here when I came, and I just... I thought maybe she'd find me. Question. Nabi goes, like, looks at the husk and is like, uh, were you brought here to uh, fight some nightmare god thing that would destroy all of existence if you didn't win? They give kind of a brittle chuckle and hold up these 
their arms and the robe falls away and it's disturbingly gaunt. I don't look it now, but I was once a great warrior. I led my people. That's long behind me. I don't think I would be any good to her. No, well, now Lily feels bad. She looks around, she goes, Look, you, you still got a flaming sword. That's something that's going for you. This is so to the DM. So the rooms like this aren't at risk for collapsing, right? Just the tunnels are? Doesn't seem to be. Okay. Can't speak for every place you've ever been, but, but this one's This stable. one's been here a while, yeah. Um Okay. Ozumwood offer up the idea of a long rest. You are certainly welcome to stay here. But you might not want to leave. What do you mean by that? Don't you feel it? It's safe here. Ozum shakes his head <laughs> and is like, I don't trust anywhere that is here. Or safe. Any of you who are proficient in Arcana can make an Arcana check, if you would like, as you look around this space. I'm gonna do it. Let's see. Seven. Yeah, three. <laughs> 15, 19, 20, 21. Willie, you don't always understand magic, but you you know how to harness it. You can feel things. And you definitely feel a pull of magic here. Do you, by chance, have detect magic prepared? I don't know if that's part of your bardly arsenal. I have detect thoughts. <laughs> Not quite the same, though. Your decision if you want to use that. Um, you... You definitely feel that there's some kind of magical aura in this space, and you're not entirely sure it's as comforting as this stranger is saying it is. Can I detect thoughts to see if what they're saying is like on the up and up or something? Or sure. Get more insight. Sure. Okay. Where is it? <laughs> there we go. I cast. Anything you need to know? Um, sorry, I was hoping we would not have the siren, but here we are. Um, so I believe with detect thoughts, you get the surface thoughts no matter what, correct? Looks like it. Okay. What is most on its mind in that moment? Okay. So, most on its mind in this moment, you feel this overwhelming surge of relief and excitement that there are people here. It is genuinely happy you're here, and it seems to be kind of a pure thing. It's not, you don't feel a deceit in that. Um, I believe you can then roll a, is it a wisdom check to try to go deeper? What's the, what's the mechanic there? Shall we? Let's see. Um, 
Spell can penetrate barriers, two feet of rock. Um, intelligence is three or lower. You can detect the presence of a creature in its way. Must be within range. I don't think so. Okay, I thought... I might be confusing the spell. Um, it's concentration. I'm pretty sure it's oh, the yes, one I think it is. You can attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's mind. If you probe deeper, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. Okay. So I make... What's your uh, spell DC? Um, it will be... 14, I think. Yes. Okay. <laughs> they big fail. They are so happy um, that you're here. You reach into its mind and you feel another presence. And it's faint and distant, but you feel something pulling the life out of this person and tethering it to this space. So. The person feels safe and comforted here, but you hear that whisper of safe, comfort, safe, comfort. Mm, okay, so the Willie is not subtle whatsoever. When she starts detecting thoughts, she puts her fingers to her temples, notices that, and goes, Hello! Um, and looks left and right. So I'm glad that we're here. Glad that we met you. I need to sidebar for a minute. And goes to uh, Ozum and goes and pulls him aside if he chooses to follow, to follow. a little further away from the group. I'm like, listen, there's some bad juju going on here. You think? Yeah. I mean, wait, did you know? I, well, I thought it was news. So what's the play here? Uh, we leave. Where's What direction is that compass pointing in? And she looks at the country. She's like, "Yeah, but I mean, what about this this mummy guy? He's he's lost. We should take him with us." Uh, no. I'm gonna pull the sword out of the ground as we leave, and make sure that that flame is out, and toss it off somewhere, and then we're but gonna leave. But I don't think he's a bad guy. But there's something in inside of it. You didn't. Give just to be clear. Just to be clear, you didn't feel this pull coming from the sword. You felt it coming from the space itself. Mm -hmm. Willie, in her disjointed way, tries her best to explain that to Ozum. It's like, it's not him. And I don't think it's a sword either. It's this entire place. It's probably the mist. Then let's just probably leave. that cat. <laughs> let's leave. And leave him? Yeah. Why'd you waste food on him then? might think I'm a mean person. I didn't think. find it a waste. She holds up a finger and goes, hold on. And she scurries <laughs> over to Nabby and goes... Nabby follows and walks over. Listen, this guy wants to leave this person that we just fed and watered. You've never given food to a wayward stranger before. I don't think they'd be very useful. They're kind of like, I feel like if they got into a battle, they would just break, so. But they might know more than we do. And they got a flaming sword. Do we have a flaming sword? Ozim 
store does not look. <laughs> Ozum sighs and like <laughs> pinches the bridge of his nose right above his piercing. It's just like. I need to rest, and I'm not doing it here. I agree. I'm so sorry that you feel for this person. We cannot <laughs> risk bringing them with us. Why? We don't know if they're from the mist or not. I mean, they said that they came with Vassal, and Vassal is a real person. Vassal left them. Well, she, she left us too! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that person's gonna shatter the minute, you know, they run they into leave. anything. <laughs> so, let's, let's just going. If you think that the space is telling them that they're safe here, we should leave before we start falling into that same trap. Well, Which direction is the compass pointing? Uh, Willie looks at Ozum and just looks down, grabs the compass and looks it for the direction. Yep. It's a fairly straight shot past where you came from. Ozum's gonna start walking. She doesn't even get a chance to point and sees him go and just, like, huffs a sigh. I... you're leaving already. Ozum just... wave... pushes his hand up and... salutes him off. Is she alive? At least tell me if she's still alive. We don't know. She left us. And Willie f lags and follows after and is biting her lip and you can tell that she's trying so hard not to say something but then in complete and utter vomit. But there seems to be something wrong with this face and I think it's telling you to stay here and you should probably leave because it's a bad omen. I'm not going back into those mists. Fine with me. Let's yep, keep going. Problem solved. Let's go. Lily can't help but look at the person, but she follows her party because she doesn't want to stay here. And so you all make your way and exit this little wooded area. It clears out, and just beyond it is a wall of mist. You walk up and take the compass to it. Lily, I assume you're going to look back one last time? Yeah! Make me a perception check. <laughs> uh, let's see, where is my perception? Uh, uh, three, four, five. Five? Mm-hmm. You see that strange blue flame flickering. And then you step into the mists. And this time, when you check the compass, it's pulsing long. And it seems like this is a space where you all can, at last, rest. Long rest. Long rest. And Willie goes, it's safe here. And it was right next to that space. We totally could have had them rest here. I don't know what would have happened had we taken them out of there. I guess you're right. I don't like it. 
And so you all collectively breathe a sigh of relief and settle in to nurse your wounds, scrapes, and frayed nerves. Is there anything you all would like to do before you turn in? Navi is just going to uh, collapse onto the floor. And um. For the burrowed in insect, is there a type of roll I can do to feel for it somewhere? Yeah. Um, make an investigation check. This boy will cut it out of himself if he can. <laughs> 17. Don't seem to find it. Shit. <laughs> cool. Did it leave right. a mark where it had bit in, or is it... I mean, they were really small, and you've kind of got some bumps and scrapes all over. But He's gonna feel along his sternum first. Still there. Okay. Willie points. Up. Uh, you're doing it again. <laughs> Two rings. They're meant for one person. There wasn't two people, it was just one. Why... Why'd you give him two rings? I only gave her one. The other was already hers. Willie's eyes start to well up. Are you married? I'd like to think I am. And she just starts just blubbering. And you have the rings in your chest? Ozum kind of smiles to himself and swallows very hard. And he doesn't really know what to say. But he just kind of nods and says, I have them in my chest. Oh, Willie, whose volume is usually just like at it like a 10 lowers it because she can't help but the waver and she goes what happened to her i can't tell you right now she sniffs really obnoxiously and goes okay <laughs> and uh she approaches she's like that was beautiful i want to give you something <laughs> does he let her <laughs> Sure. Since it's a long rest, I want to do uh, an infusion on, like, uh, I think I could do it on Ozum's pauldron or something? So, you have two active, so you can do an infusion, but you're going to have to deactivate one of the other infusions. Okay. What are my other? You have one on your shield, and you have one on Rook's armor. Oh, okay. Well, I have no idea where Rook is, and he probably needs it. And I'm feeling pretty safe because, I mean, I've been dragged around by a rope like an inflatable flailing arm guy. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to take it off of the shield. Let's and see. you have armor of some sort, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um, let me see. Can I do the armor of magical strength? 
that improves AC, right? You you do know that this boy is a big beefy boy who fights with his fists. He's not much of a magic oh. person. So if there's mad like things that help him maintain spells, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, probably see, not going to be as useful. Just I see. Hmm. Let me look. Oh, here's a good one. How about the boots of the winding path? And tell us what that does. It's an item which is a pair of boots. While wearing these boots, a creature can teleport up to 15 feet as a bonus action to an unoccupied space that a creature can see. Alright. Let's boogie. So, like, she's totally blubbering and just crouches down near his feet and just starts, like, humming a little tune and just wiggles her fingers over his boots. Does it say which artificer level that is? Says six. Yeah, you're only a level three artificer. I sent you an email. Hold on, we will find it. We can have him yeah. get something another we'll, time. It's okay. Well, we'll 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 reconverge. Um, so basically, she's going to give you some sort of infusion, yeah, and fine. you're gonna spend part of this long rest attuning to it. It's gonna take one of your attunement slots, but we'll figure out the best option for you off screen. Yeah. Uh, but we're gonna long rest. You all settle in for your first long rest in the God Plane without Vassal. Oh boy. Now, we did start a little late. We can spend 10 minutes to wrap up this long rest, or we can start with the long rest next turn, or next oh, game. Let's, let's end this with the long rest, please. <laughs> I'm begging. Is this cool with everyone's schedule? Ready for rest. Uh... Alright. So, you all settle in for your first long rest on the god plane without Vassal. But without her protection, some of you sleep better than others. Do you set up a watch? No. Okay. How does Ozum sleep? He doesn't sleep very well. Um... He wakes up, and his hand flies to his knife, and he's immediately cutting at his palm, and desperately trying to see what his blood looks like. And when he first wakes up, he wakes with a scream, and you just hear him say, Lyra, please. And he sounds pained, and like he's choking. And he's heaving and trying to get air in his lungs, and he can't. No matter what he's doing, it feels like he's constricted and his throat is collapsing in on itself. No matter how hard he breathes, there's no air getting into his lungs. <coughs> and he just keeps begging, Lyra, please. And then he slices open his palm desperately trying to see what something we don't know. And his blood... I feel Nabby would reply first, or react, if any. And even when he sees that it's just his blood, 
he still is having a hard time coming down from his panic and is just murmuring Lyra, Lyra, Lyra. And his hand is, his other hand drops the knife when he realizes that his blood is normal and just starts frantically rubbing along his chest. Um, does that wake me up? <laughs> well, he did scream. So, Navi, like, shoots up, <laughs> uh, at, at the sound of the scream and kind of is just like, what, what, and like, you know, gets into a stance, like, ready to just, like, <laughs> react, uh, and looks over and notices, like, she assumed it was Willie, because, obviously... You've um, never heard him sound like this before. Like, yeah. you've never heard yeah. him really in pain. You've never heard him afraid. And so this sound is definitely not one you would expect from him. Right. So she assumes it was Willie and Willie's small and fragile. And so she's, like, in a fighting stance ready. And she notices Willie's kind of, like, over there. And Ozem is literally gouging his hand with a knife. And she goes... <laughs> She's like, okay, and like just kind of watches him, like doesn't really like, doesn't want to wake him or mess with it because she's heard of like, you know, in the temple, there's definitely been people that have like slept, sleepwalked and things like that. So she kind of knows not to, not to, to fuck with that. Um, but then just kind of watches him and watches him and hears him calling out and then uh, slowly nudges at Willie uh, to see if Willie is awake and also aware of of what is happening right now. Willie snorts awake. Huh? What? And sees the the chanting and the bloody hands and the look at Nabby while he's saying that name and goes, I think that's his wife. Okay, well he's cutting his hand open about it, so maybe well, we should... Take it away! You're bigger than me! And then she sees Ozum drop the knife, and she's like, okay, or he dropped the knife, that's good. Uh, and then kind of, like, walks over to see if he's remotely conscious at all, or if he's just still, like, in a dreamy, sleepy state. He's conscious, he's in a daze, though. Okay. But he's, he's awake. Okay, and so then she'll just, like, tap him on the shoulder a little bit, be like, bro, you, you okay? You're right. He'll look up at you, but it's like his eyes really aren't looking at you. Mm. And there's sweat on his forehead, and he takes the hand that he had just cut open, he kind of rubs it in and pulls his hair, like, runs it up into his hair, and there's just... He doesn't even seem to notice that there's blood that's now all over his face and coloring his hair. And his um, very white hair is now streaked with blood. Navi's gonna like bite her sleeve and like rip a piece of it off so that she can like cover his and like mend his hand a little bit and then uh takes her other sleeve and just like kinda like wipes his head a little bit for him. Um can't do anything about the hair though, because that's kinda kinda stuck in there now. Uh and then just uh like sits just sits next to him mm -hmm. and just like sits there so that he's not by himself. Okay. 
He Willie leans over. Hey, buddy. Waves her hand in front of his face. Are you here? He turns and it's the same thing. His eyes are looking at you, but they're not looking at you. <laughs> Willie looks to Nabby. Willie sits because she can't think of anything else. And here, holding this quiet vigil over a friend hurt in more ways than perhaps you'd realized, we're going to close this episode. And we'll pick it up tomorrow. Not tomorrow! I keep saying tomorrow! Next I week! Tomorrow. I know, I know you do. This was a big episode. Thank you all for playing with me and for throwing so many of my plans completely out the window. It was delightful. Um, thank you to our viewers. We had a number of technical difficulties today. Thank you for sticking with us through it all. Every time it's a new adventure, it's never the same thing twice. Um, thank you to my amazing players. And uh, thank you to Astral Sarah for the tip. I'm sure someone else tipped, but I missed it. All 100% of our proceeds are going to go to our players, so we can't thank you enough for supporting these amazing individuals. Um, let's do a quick round of outros. Please let us know who you are and where we can find you. Sophie, you're up first. Hello, it's your beefy boy. <laughs> it's me, Sophie. You can find me at Subatomic Mints on Twitter, or if you saw me in chat, <laughs> I am not so gladiator. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this little journey with my big sweet man. He is sweet, I promise you. Ozem, the tiefling barbarian. Um, and now you are getting to know a little bit more about him. And I am excited and sad. But thanks for watching. And shout out to that amazing makeup job and those contacts. Spoopy. I love it. Big boba eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we are missing our wonderful paladin, uh, D'Angelo, tonight, but Rook will be back. And it's part of the reason we're breaking where we are. We're going to hopefully learn a little bit more about what happened next week. Uh, Cassandra. That's my name, but you can find me everywhere as Cozy Spoon. And <laughs> I'm playing, somebody said hashtag Team Fweet, and I am totally taking that because I love it. My little... Uh, you know, Titanic theme recorder gnome, Willie. Will I mean a way walk it if you're nasty? I think we all want to be nasty. Jen! Hi, I'm Jen. You can find me on Twitter at JenGeeky or uh, on Instagram at JenTheGeekyWriter. I, I do that writing thing um, and stuff. And I play uh, Nobby, who is a Way of the Mercy monk and is uh going through some stuff right now so thanks for being here and i am kate purcell i've been your dm for this evening this is an original campaign that my co-dm david aka full rubber ducky who's doing all of that bot stuff in the chat right now pulled together we can't thank you enough for tuning in um this has been a whole lot of fun to run and, uh, yeah, we got to do some creepy stuff tonight. Things didn't go exactly how I expected, and I had a whole lot of fun with it. Thank you again to our players. Extra special shout out to our mods, David, Dane, Cato, and Emily. We really appreciate you. Thank you for all the tips. You're just, you, it, 
I said this to the crew before. I would I would want to do a good job just for these players, but being able to do a good job for players and such an awesome audience in chat just makes it that much more like exciting to get this done and do this every week. So thank you. I can't tell you how much it all means to me. Um, thank you for spending your evening with us, and we will see you next week when we continue this story. And uh, yeah, we are reaching a point where you all are actually going to start seeing some progression through the God Plane. It's not going to be empty gray field after empty gray field. And I'm so excited to bring you to our next stop. Let's go. In the meantime, be excellent to each other and please be kind to yourselves. Thank you for watching. And we're going to raid over to Shikar, if this will let me. Shikar is one of my favorite series. That bronze girl, Gabe, Xander, they're all wonderful. Balvin, I'm forgetting her name right now, JCM. So, thank you for watching. We will see you all real soon. Say hi to uh, Shikar for me. Bye, y'all.